Hey, man. Good morning. Good morning, dude. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Good to be here. Good to be here too, man. It's Friday. I'm excited. Yeah. Ready to crush it today. Ready to crush it. Well, we had recorded two podcast episodes live, but our mic setup was was terrible. I kept banging the desk like this, and every time I did it, apparently it would make it would make it sound like an earthquake. I tried something. listening to the audio in my car, and every time <laughs> Jason put his hands down on the desk, it would be like, Boom. "Oh my word!" It's the one subwoofers were just yeah. Yeah, I have to wave my hands when I talk. Otherwise, I feel like I'm not communicating. Well, yeah, we're not guys. Sorry about that. Sorry. Sorry. We were consistent. We were just inconsistent with our setup. We were trying to move this to a live setup, and that room is not ready yet. We were trying to do it in the interim in a big room that I am currently sitting in, and just didn't work. So here we are. So here we are. What are we going to talk about today, man? We're talking interest rates. Current events, anything else? Interest rates, um, the market, yeah. what buyers are experiencing in this market, what sellers are experiencing. I mean, we see we see so much from an agent standpoint because um, part of our job is we're trying to understand the needs of the clients that we're working with. Yeah. So we get to hear in real time buyers and sellers, their concerns with the market, their hesitancy, or even the reason why they think this is the right time to move, That's you know? Right. So we hear everything and we think if we can communicate that and share that with whoever listens to this, heck, maybe you can get something out of it. Yeah, that's yeah, well said. Exactly. And that's a big part of our job as agents because people people could sell their homes themselves. Like it can be done. It's possible. The reason you hire yeah. a professional is because of somebody who's in the marketplace all the time. And a huge part of being a professional is knowing exactly what to recommend clients, knowing exactly what to say, knowing and being prepared to deal with a lot of different scenarios. I mean, I'd say the biggest one that it's just the giant elephant in the room. And we don't even have to say what it is right now because everyone's thinking it, affordability. It's yes. the big, huge elephant in the room. And anybody who has real estate goals, and that's, and by the way, that's that's mostly everyone. Mostly everybody wants to buy a house. Um, yeah. Some people who think renting is a viable path and, and, that, and it is if you want to be a lifetime renter, but a lot of people prioritize being a homeowner at some point. So this is the this is the thing that's seared into everybody's mind. As soon as they think real estate, right now they're thinking affordability. And interest rates have massively affected affordability. Can you just give us an update? I mean, we talk about it every week, but can can you give us an update on just how badly interest rates have affected affordability? Yeah, I mean, it's massive. One of the things that we do for the buyers that we're working with uh, or even sellers who have to buy is, hey, let's let's look at the numbers first. Let's say if you're a seller and it's like, hey, listen, I want to I want to sell, but I got to find a place first. And, you know, I have one hundred fifty thousand dollars equity in the home. It's not enough to buy the next house in cash. So I have to use financing. I'm sitting on three percent right now. Right. So we're going to have these conversations. And one of the things that we do is we break down the buyer estimated closing costs so they can see if I were to buy a home at X rate, which rates are hovering around 7375 at the moment conventional. Um, you know, if you pay a point, maybe sub 7%, but somewhere around, you know, low sevens. And that drastically impacts 
the monthly payment and translates to affordability for the next purchase. Whereas if you had it, you know, a 3% rate, that monthly payment, um, you're looking at principal interest taxes insurance, your interest is going to bump that monthly payment up quite a bit, which cuts into your affordability, which then impacts the price point that you'd be looking at. Mm, yeah. So these are the conversations that we're having with buyers um, and sellers and the kind of the tangible way that interest rates impact their their buying power. Mm. Your your uh, mic cut out there, man. Uh oh, can you hear me now? There we go. Yep, gotcha. Sorry. All right, here I am. So I ran a scenario this week for a client. It was a four hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars home, and I just I was in there. I was in there with the calculator and thought, well, what if I put three percent in instead of the seven point nine percent that I had to put in for this particular client? And investment rates, right? Say again. Investment rates. No, this was this was a conventional rate. Okay. okay. But, but the average conventional rate last week was seven and a half percent. So not everybody's up at seven nine. Um, yeah. Yeah. Instance it was, and I I, I played with the numbers. It went the payment went from fifteen hundred dollars a month at three percent to twenty eight hundred dollars a month at eight percent in this in this scenario. It was a huge jump. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it, it added over over a thousand dollars to the payment, and. Mm-hmm. And I, I, and I hope I'm remembering those numbers correctly. We could double check my math, but the point is people are seeing this and they're getting really cold feet. And so the question everyone has in their mind is the question is, are the rates going to come down? Like, am I, Luke, am I buying at the wrong time? Should I be waiting until the rates come down? Uh, because yeah, we went through the numbers. All right. I'm seeing for a $400,000 house, I'm out the door whatever, $2,800 a month. That feels like a big mortgage to me when only, only a year ago, you know, I was getting 4%, 5%, 6%. Yeah. Yeah. Why should I do this now? Yeah. Yeah. And, and real quick, I want to quickly bring up something before we answer that question where we're talking about affordability, right? And one of the ways that interest rates impact affordability, and I should, we should notate this, is when you're looking to purchase as a buyer, you can only um, obtain a loan in the amount that your DTI, your debt to income ratio supports. Right. So now if your loan with rates going up is, is um, if your payment, your monthly payment is greater as compared to your monthly income, well, now your debt to income ratio doesn't even support maybe looking in that price point that you once were able to um, purchase in. So we should mention that as well. Like DTI can mess up things as well yep. with interest rates going up. Yep. But true. to answer your question with, um, you know, a buyer where, you know, why does it even make sense to move forward with rates? Well, maybe it doesn't make sense for you. And and honestly, that could be the answer um, to, to some of the buyers, but it, it depends on your unique situation. So the question that I typically ask, the best way to respond to these objections or concerns, whatever the way you want to look at it is responding with a question. And a simple question could be, you know, well, where are you are? Where, where do you live now? You know, what's your situation? Do you enjoy living there? What is your reason for looking to move in the first place? Right, right. Right. And then if the response is, you know, I, I hate, I hate where I'm living. I gotta, I gotta move. Um, it, you know, it's a rental situation. 
selling um, it. How many times we've we heard that this year that somebody's yep. renting and their landlord's selling it and they're like, oh my goodness, do, yeah. I, do I, what do I do? Yeah. And, and for tenants, one of the biggest concerns is security. Yeah. They like, they want to make sure that um, where they're at, they feel secure. They feel like they have control. And that's one of the biggest reasons why tenants want the security of home ownership because it's something that they control. They don't have to be worried that the property is going to be sold out from under them at any point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's that's the the best way that we can enter into this conversation with, with rates um, is to discuss what that buyer's situation is like at this moment. And does the benefit of home ownership outweigh their current situation? Yeah. Yeah, that's a great way of putting it. It's to figure out, well, how many years could you sit tight in your current home? And yeah. we know what the rates yeah. are now. I've heard chatter out there that rates are going to go up to 10% yet this year. Like we don't know where they're going to go. And and we do know that when the rates come down, it, and, and this is another question we ask, rather than say we know, we ask the question, well, what do you think will happen in the marketplace when rates come down? Do you think that there's going to be more buyers coming into the market or do you think there's going to be less buyers coming into the market? Yes. And then yes. when there are more buyers, what we've seen with a flood of buyers is prices go up 15, 20% a year, depending on the, the marketplace. So now suddenly the home jumps by 20%, 15% and that payment Oh my goodness, you can't, well, first of all, you can't refinance the price you bought a home. And then secondly, the payment is just as high. Yeah. So we have a window here where you can get homes that are, and then we're just seeing them not get bid up as high. We're seeing fewer offers, fewer showings, um, some, some competitive offers, some offers I should say are competitive with inspections. So it depends on the home. It depends on the scenario, but it's really not a bad time to buy. And then the other way it affects the market is as the rates come up, the inventory grows because as yes. become more unaffordable the, to, to a lot of buyers, they pile up on the market. And in more other supply. Places, yes, yeah, more supply. In other markets, they're seeing this. It hasn't come here yet. We're seeing a slight uptick for the first time in years. We've saw over the past two months, we've seen a slight uptick in, in inventory. inventory. We haven't seen it really build up so that it could tilt the the buying power in the favor of the buyers, or at least push us into a neutral market. We haven't gotten a seller's market to a buyer's market. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. So we haven't seen that yet, but that doesn't mean it's not on its way. Yeah. So yeah. people could say, "Well, let's hold off till it's neutral." Well, if it's neutral, that means homes have become even more unaffordable. So if you're yes. sitting on a whole lot of cash in a flexible position where you can stay as long as you need to, maybe you wait some and you give it some time and see, Hey, maybe it will shift into a neutral market. I can get it with more competitive terms. Um, the other questions we ask it, it, the other question that we'll ask is where, where are you? Are, are you satisfied with where you're at? Are you happy with where you're at? Because mm. a lot of people, I mean, look at the, it is an investment. A lot of people look at buying a home as an investment, but the truth is, it's not always it's not always the best investment for it, it it does outpace inflation most of the time an owner occupied property an owner occupied about. property yeah. yeah and it does usually outpace inflation but it's also where you live and it's hard to put a number on your quality of life so we want to ask these questions we want to be professional um 
guides because yeah. this, like you said, yeah. it depends on the client. It's not right for everybody, but it's not yeah. right for everybody. Another question is, well, what is your timeline? Mm -hmm. Let's go back to the renting situation. If they are renting and, you know, well, you know, at the end of my lease term, six months from now, then I'm going to consider buying and we'll see where rates are at at that point. Yeah. Well, what if we get to the end of your lease term and rates are higher than what they are now? Right. Are you comfortable with that? Right. right. It's, it's oftentimes putting that back on um, the, 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 the client and allowing them to answer that question for themselves. And like you were saying, well, tell me what you understand about um, about rates and what you think might happen to rates. And, you know, if that outcome um, doesn't occur, are you comfortable right. with waiting? And right. how long are you comfortable with waiting? And then the other question on the heels of that timeline question is, well, how long are you planning on staying in the home you want to purchase? Correct. Because if you want to stay in that property for 10 years, 20 years, is it a forever home? What's the likelihood that you'll be able to refinance on that home over, over the course of your life? Hopefully, hopefully we see those 3% rates again. Um, we may not. Um, yeah. But it does change things. If this is just not a weekend stay, a weekend purchase, um, right. it, it really may make sense to, to not push the decision out another year or two, because a lot of the buyers that we talked to that sat on the sidelines in 2019, 2020, 21, 22, now 23 are almost hopelessly outpaced by the market. And that's what a lot of people are saying is, oh my goodness, Luke, I have to get a roommate. Like I have to purchase the home and get a roommate now because I can't afford this mortgage payment or I'm buying a condo with what was a single family detached home budget only two years ago. So sitting on the sidelines has not has not helped anybody in the past five years. No, and and we're privy to these conversations because we hear it all the time. It's like, Luke, you know, Jason, we've we 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 thought we were going to be timing the market two three years ago. Things didn't pan out the way that we wanted it to. Now we're in a situation where we feel like our hands are tied and we don't know what to do. Yeah, you know. So we hear that. So you have to. We, we it's it's also one of those situations where like risk and and what's what's the most risky option working with what we know today what are the facts what are the numbers today what's more risky that versus gambling off of what we don't know hmm. so working off of the hypothetical or versus working off of actuality and actual real numbers yeah you know, so that's another way to look at another way to look at it too. Um, and again, you know, you can always refinance as well. We want to make sure that buyers, regardless of the purchase, we want to make sure that they that they can afford that monthly payment, you know, and we'll help you with creative finance and connecting with lenders, whatever, um, to, to make that as affordable as possible. But number one, you know, I don't want to see any buyers you know, purchase a property with that monthly payment that they can't support, you know, that that's crucial. Yeah. Well said. And the, the, uh, well, let's, let's close up. Let's like close this conversation, wrap this episode up with this. Um, Dave Ramsey uh, weighed in on this um, two days ago on the, I think it was the today show. Um, 
or maybe maybe it wasn't, but he, he waited on a national shell. I can't remember which one it was, but I took some notes on it here. And he, he was basically saying the same thing. Um, but his, his advice to people was very practical. It was knock out your debts, you know, try to knock out some of these other payments that are gone because now more of your income is going to go. If you want to be on the path of homeownership, more of your income is going to go towards your mortgage. Um, but, but the, but the sky high, the, the sky high house prices are not coming down and even yet they're not going to go anywhere, but up for, for a very, very, for the foreseeable future. Uh, Essentially create a budget. Essentially create a budget, which is who would have thought that Ramsey would say create a budget, right? But he was also giving confidence. He was trying to give confidence to people because there's so many, there's so many headlines out there about a crash. Home prices are going to crash. And we saw those headlines 2019, 20, 21, 22, 20, and 23. And we're not seeing that anywhere on the horizon. Um, it, it's it's almost unfortunate that that's ingrained in people's minds because it's it's having a it's 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 having an effect and a lot of people are holding off when they shouldn't be because it's probably not going to happen anytime soon. And the other thing he said was um, you can always refinance, have a budget, build an emergency fund and get on that path. And if you can't own a home, but you want a foothold in the real estate market, look at an REIT fund. Like look, yeah. look, at, look at investing in real estate other ways. If you don't want to be a homeowner. Group investing. Yeah. Invest your money in the real estate market. Try to capitalize on what's going on um, as much as you can. So I, I like that, man. I thought he was very down to earth and it was it was really accurate. Ramsey has some good counsel around him. In other words, it's it goes back to one of our core values, which is optimism. Yeah. What's the point of being pessimistic about this market? Man, if you want to achieve something and you're able to work with professionals who can guide you in the right direction, there are so many ways that you can have success. And that's what I tell buyers all the time. It's like, we've made four or five offers. It's like, thank you for coming to us because we want to help you have success. And our buyers are having success in this market. Yeah. You just have to be creative. Just have to be creative. Yep. There are arms. There are buy downs. There are all kinds of creative financing options we can talk about. Reach out. Reach out if you have questions. Man, it was good chatting. It was good chatting this morning. Likewise, bro. Yeah. This is good stuff. There's there's nothing more timely or more important to talk about because this is this is a home. This is beyond an investment. This is where memories are made. This is where kids have a childhood. This is where you come home to to your partner, come home to your dog, come home to whatever it is. This is where life happens. And for a lot of people, they feel like they're being gypped, they're being robbed of that. That in their And we want to create we want to create positive moments, right? Yeah, that's what we're about. That's what we're about, creating those positive moments. Positive moments, moments that matter, moments that count, doing things with excellence so that you can enjoy those precious moments. Good chatting this morning, man. We'll we'll talk in a week. See you, bro. Bye. Bye.